been used to in the last year or so. So there's definitely a lot of sensory going on in the classrooms now, which is great, of course. But just so we know exactly what a sensory break is. And so one, the first reason why sensory breaks are beneficial is that it helps them focus and get back their attention and body control. So you'll see some benefits, some students benefit from the extra movement, helping them with focusing, getting their attention back, um, helping them to get work through their feelings and getting their bodies under control. Because like I said, sometimes they just have so much energy. Sometimes they're super angry and they just are ready to explode. And thankfully, majority of students aren't going to lash out at everyone around them. Um, they will usually just keep it inside, but they're, they're not going to work. And so being able to help them get that under control, release that at least for five minutes will really uh, benefit them and you so that they are ready to get back to learning. So the second benefit is again, it refreshes the mind and improves their creativity. So just like you, like if you're spending a couple hours, you know, working on plans, lesson plans, you know when you need a break and just walk, getting up, getting a drink, going to the bathroom, you know, even taking a walk, going outside, just getting that refresh, getting your brain away from all of that for five, 10 minutes, even really helps you to come back and focus back in on the lesson plans that you were doing. I mean, the same for me, you know, whatever work you're working on, it always helps us to take a break and get our mind off of it for a minute. And then you come back and you're refreshed and you're ready to go and you're thinking of different ideas that you can be working on. And so that is definitely the second reason why sensory breaks are beneficial. And the third one is regular short breaks can help with focus, increasing productivity, and reducing stress. So like I said, that anger or the depression or just sad, it helps them to calm down. And sometimes they just need to come and scream. Sometimes well, we haven't really had any kids like come and like punch a pillow or we don't have any punching bags at school. But I think just sometimes being able to yell it out helps them to release that, that steam, which helps them to reduce the stress of it. The stress of whatever situation that they're going through, whether it's at home or something that happened at school, giving them that time to reduce the stress let it out with regular short breaks, increases their productivity and helps them to reduce that stress. And so also as a bonus, or sorry, let me back up. Some examples of sensory breaks outside the classroom, like I said, would be running, jumping, walking, swinging. Sometimes kids need to carry heavy stuff. That's a a sensory release, uh, whether they have like a backpack of books we've had kids use, sometimes pushing heavy boxes around a room helps them doing push-ups against the wall, wall push-ups helps them. So those are a few examples of outside uh, classroom breaks, sensory breaks inside classroom. 
some ideas are like the sensory corner in the classroom, having a fidget, using a fidget. Sometimes certain students have their own specific fidget, um, especially now, of course, we're not really sharing everything in the classroom. I think those pocket or poppet fidgets are the new thing, whereas before it was, you know, the spinners, but I think it's the poppet now. So all kinds of inside stuff, like I said, papers to draw on or color, um, having serene pictures or posters to look at, and then, of course, setting that timer inside the classroom so they know when that break is over. Most schools will have sensory tools that students can use, and they have weighted lap blankets where it's just a sensory, that extra pressure just on their lap helps them to stay focused. Uh, we also have sensory cushions. Uh, we would call them wiggle seats, and it's a thicker extra cushion on the seats that kids can kind of move around in their chair while they're listening, but it still helps them focus, but at the same time still gives them that movement and keeping them in their seat. Uh, we also have um, TheraBands, which is like a giant rubber band that goes around the bottom of uh, their chairs. And sometimes it's just having that movement with their feet and being able to mess around with that. And again, that helps them keep them in their seat, but it lets them do some movement while they're sitting there. So just to recap, three reasons why sensory breaks are beneficial is it helps them uh, focus, giving them that body control, helping them release their energy. The second would be refreshes their minds, improving their creativity. And thirdly, helping to reduce, having regular short breaks helps increase their productivity and reducing their stress. So I hope this was beneficial for you and seeing that you could do all kinds of sensory breaks. And so back to my bonus for today is doing a whole class movement, or we would call them brain breaks. And that's with everybody. I mean, especially the younger kids, they're constantly wanting to move. And so instead of just a couple kids being able to, you know, to take a quick break, and instead of rotating your whole class like into your sensory corner, it would be a whole class brain break. And I've seen um, classes use Go Noodle for that, which is a, a total movement, dance, all kinds of fun things on Go Noodle. Doing stretching, sometimes it's just doing jumping jacks in place. And they actually do have yoga cards or movement break cards that you can get for your classroom. I've seen teachers use that as well. And they pick maybe one or two, like in the morning they'll do a break and in the afternoon they'll do a quick movement break. So there's definitely lots of resources for you to figure out what's best for your class in helping them stay focused as much as possible, getting those sensory breaks, those movement breaks, and brain breaks to get them back to being focused on you and learning and doing their best. So again, thank you so much for listening and I hope you enjoyed this and it encourages you and helps you to know 
that you are not alone and you're doing awesome and keep up the great work. And also, if you do want to connect with me, go ahead and shoot me an email or message me. Uh, My email again is diane at behaviorstrategies.com. I'm sorry, behaviorstrategiesforclass.com. I would love to hear from you. And if there's any other way that I can help you, or if you have other issues or questions or concerns, I would love to be able to speak into those as much as I can. So thanks again. I appreciate it. Enjoy your day. And thanks again for listening. Thanks so much for listening. I truly appreciate you all. And I pray that I've inspired and encouraged you today. I also want to let you know that I have a couple bit.ly links for you if you're interested in making your own podcast and sharing the wealth of knowledge that you have being a teacher or a para or a teacher's aide, uh, anybody in the education system, I'm sure you have a lot to share. And if you're interested, I took the class with Stephanie Gass. She's amazing, super friendly, down to earth, very easy to understand, and she's great. So I have a bit.ly link for you uh, for Podcast Pro University is where I learned how to do this. And that is bit.ly slash behavior, P-P-U, the number four, and U, as in the letter U. So Podcast Pro University bit.ly slash behavior ppu the number four and the letter u if you're interested also to get your free printable of all the six evidence-based strategies there is another bit.ly link and that is bit.ly slash the number six for free the number six for free These will all be in the show notes in case you need to go back and check those out. And I leave you with this, every child deserves a champion, and that's by Rita Pearson. So I just want to encourage you that you can be that champion and that you are making a difference. Thanks again.